0: The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised.
1: Episode 101 of Rareform Radio is happening as we speak. Can you believe it, Darren? Sort of. Okay, well, why? Because 100 was last week? And Is that, that would make sense. That yeah, that one on one happens now. Correct. Um, so he's the brains. He's the brains. He's the brains. Um, let's get right into it. Let's introduce my wonderful guest for the day. Um, what to say about this guy? <laughs> Man, tall. Yeah. Handsome. Okay. Bearded. Sure. Uh, Shaggy haired. Talented. Thank you. Sexual prowess of a of a of a of a Boston Terrier.
0: And you, you just, you have to feel Boston right? in, in everything.
1: I do, I do. Of a New Jersey Terrier? Better? I don't know. I
0: don't know what those look like. Anyway, my guest
1: today is uh, my friend, talented musician from uh, band Big Black Delta. Please welcome Jonathan Bates. Good to see you, sir. Likewise. Um, I can't remember the last time I've seen you. I think it was a Danny Harrison thing. Was it was it a Papi and Harriet's for that desert, for that? Uh... I don't remember. I was, I was so not on, on a
0: conscious level at that point in my life. I barely remember that. <clears throat> Were you still a wild man yes. then? Okay. Like after, as soon as I was done playing, uh, I was told I just walked off into the desert because, <laughs> yeah. And so it was just like. I don't remember anything except weirdness from that night, so I don't... I don't.
1: Oh, man. I mean, that, that, that's a perfect place to kind of wander off, would be in Joshua you know, Tree. Pioneer Town. This is my battle
0: with cliché, because it's like a, a double agent of truth. You know? Uh, you spend your whole life avoiding cliché. And then you find out why they're cliche because it happens. It's real
1: because it happens, of course. Right,
0: and and uh, yeah. So you know, I was the dude that walked out into the desert because you know his feelings were hurt or something. I can't even remember.
1: Were you? Do you remember that show? Do, do you remember? Were you disappointed in the in the show itself? Yeah, I remember that feeling. It's so amazing to me. I mean, I'm sure you've heard this a million times. When I was in bands, I felt the same thing. I've seen you play, I mean, you, you toured with Jane's Addiction for... No, you
0: know, we, we, we've been on tour together for it, months.
1: that's where we met. Um, I want to start by saying, I was going to save this, but since we're talking about it, I've been touring with Jane's Addiction since 2008, and I've been touring since 2005. And we've had countless openers and bands that we've played with over the years. Mm. And Big Black Delta is, without question, my favorite band we've ever played with.
0: That's very kind of you,
1: man. And I mean it sincerely. I'm taking it sincerely. I mean, I've had you know uh, some some really good people have have opened. Like we had we had failure out there. We've had you know Queen Kwong's been out there. But from the moment I saw you guys play the first time, it just really resonated with me immensely. I'm I'm lucky because you're a cool dude. Well, thank you. And then I got to know you get you and Chris and um, who was who else was playing drums on that one? I don't remember. (laughs) You there was two. There was uh, two. It was
0: it was Massa.
1: Yes. And then Chris
0: and me, I think, right? It, yep. was, it was
1: just us three? Yes. Yeah. It was before you'd added a, uh, you, you've added a bass player, I think, since, yeah, right. right?
0: Yeah, this guy, Blas Perez, who's the best musician I've ever played with. And I've played with, you know, crazy fucking people. And he is hands down, just, uh, you drop him in anything. He doesn't even rehearse, you know, and that's part of the reason what's so cool about him.
1: His talent is uh, sometimes frustrating.
0: You know, uh, it's, it's I actually think it's just genius because he's at a place now that he is just joyful with his instrument and he doesn't think about it.
1: And uh, did you go to Zonshine's wedding? Nope. Was not invited. Oh. <laughs> no, but I would have, you know. Well, but- he, well, he
0: played it and it was just like, he's this dude that can just land anywhere in a room, regardless musically. And just be, and he'll he can match whatever's happening in that room, and and then walk out, and everybody's like, that guy's that guy's a nice guy. Did you
1: you found him on YouTube?
0: Yeah, is that right? He, you know, because uh, for a couple of songs, a lot of the bass lines are arpeggiators, right? So a lot of it's just pushing down, not you know. And so he figured out all these crazy bass lines that I had made, and made a video to it, and it was just like, wow.
1: How did you find that? Did someone send it to you? Or did, uh, or yes,
0: John Peloso, okay. uh, who was an artist that I worked with a bunch. And he had been mentioning Blas for years, actually. Because, you know, Blas is like Eddie Van Halen. He's like what, that level.
1: And that's not even being overly dramatic. No. It's
0: it's kind of true. It's like you can could, you could put a guitar or, or or a synthesizer. He can do Michael Anthony singing parts mm-hmm. or sing like Dave.
1: Yep, yep. We, uh, Stephen Perkins, the drummer for Jane's Addiction, of course, is played with, in my opinion, two of the best bass players of all time. Eric Avery is my favorite bass right. player of all time. Just for from a songwriting and like a groove place. I'm a bass player, so like Eric is my favorite guy. And then Chris Chaney, the other bass player in Jane's, is like a, a machine. There's nothing he can't do. And Perkins said to me once that Blaz is... One of the best bass players he's ever seen. Oh, yeah. just. I mean, that's, that's, pretty, that's huge praise. Yeah, it's beyond it.
0: I agree <coughs> with you on Eric Avery. Like, that's a guy, you know, it doesn't matter where you go in the world, everybody likes a cheeseburger, right? Yep. Except for some losers. Some people like Escargot, some people like it's snails, uh, you know, some people like Faux, some people don't like it. But everybody likes a cheeseburger, and, and Eric Avery writes parts that are just. Not about a time or a place. You could drop them anywhere. You hear them at every guitar center. You know, you know what I mean. You hear it at every
1: sound check. Mountain Song. Mountain Song is the official baseline of soundcheck. The official, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, on tour, I hear that
0: every other day.
1: If you're on a festival, oh, like fuck. on the multiple stages, there's yeah. two or three stages. Da you're na, na, gonna na, hear na,
0: it. No, no, no. Just yeah. fucking. And he, that all his parts are like that, and he just has access.
1: I've said about Jane's Addiction forever that I can't think of another band where you hum the bass line more than any guitar part or vocal melody. Mm. Primus maybe a little, but like, you know, it's it's kind of different as far as like a, Jane's is, is usually pretty simple melodies. They, did, they just hit this magic moment because
0: da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, which is actually just a horn section.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Dave's handling that, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like they were just in a place yep you
1: know yep I want to go back to your desert show real quick, okay, because uh you were saying that you were bummed out about it, and I was at that show. Um, my wife had heard you guys before just through me playing it, playing around, and then I, I put you in I put hugging and kissing in a short film that I did, mm. which she really loved that song and um <clears throat> that show in the desert, it was you and Danny Harrison, and it was like
0: yeah, no, I just had
1: everybody. John and Danny and friends and everybody. It was a wonderful night, mm. and it was one of the best shows I've ever seen you play, which is so funny that you did not yeah, care no, for it or just didn't connect with it or something.
0: It was alcohol, man. I mean, I was, that was the peak of my alcoholism. Not pe- uh, hopefully. Let's say hopefully it's the peak of my alcoholism. <laughs> I don't I right, know. Right. Never to hang back there again. But um, I was in physical pain because I had full-blown psoriasis from the top of my head. To the bottom of my feet, on my dick,
1: right? So I had that, um, and that's from drinking. Yeah. Goddamn, dude.
0: So no, because I was up, I was up, I was about two bottles of whiskey in a twenty-four hour period. So I drink during the day and then pass out for three hours, and and uh, you know, there's only so long you can do that. But I, you know, you get bloated. Uh, If you have that much sugar processing through your body, you you just all you see is negative Mm -hmm. frequencies around you. And so it just makes total sense that, like, I was probably scared out of my fucking mind. And so I kept drinking on top of it. Um, But that's every musician has heard that infinite amount of times. Of course. That was your best show. And every time you're like, that one? That fucking one? That piece That's of what shit you're gonna do? that made you're me wander, wander out and, into the desert? you're going to say this to me? Yeah. You know, like, and, but that is the beauty of what we do for a living, which is, it's not up to you.
1: It's the beauty and the torture of it, because also it's there's-
0: torture if you fucking get it.
1: Well, true, but there's times when, like, when you would say, that was our best show, but then your close friends would be like, it was kind of not. It was kind of a mess. So you get the good with the bad. Yeah, yeah, and that's the
0: that's the joke of this—not a joke, but the the game. Yeah, the joy of it, if you let it be, um, is that like how you perceive your experience is singular. Yeah, and so like you you walk around. We all do walk around, assuming people think like you do. Right. Until somebody checks you, and that happens how many times a day? A lot. Yeah, even yeah, on the course. smallest micro level to the macro, you know, and and if you can get out of that, if you can lose an entitlement, the expectation, all devices by the ego. Have you been able to do that in recent years? Uh, a lot, a lot, yeah. Um, therapy. Uh, I got on an antidepressant because I am chemically depressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lexapro. <clears throat> And again, the cliche is meditating a lot, working out a lot. And it's after 38 years of not doing that, mm-hmm. it's just
1: fucking heaven, man. Hopefully, you're not kicking yourself for not doing it earlier. And you're able to just like, okay, from this point on, I'm good to go. No,
0: because I've reached a different <clears throat> place now that like this experience is, you know, I don't think the, the real God, if you believe in one. Uh, the one creator, if, we, if you want to say, uh, whatever say thou shall or thou shall not. This dimension is a, an experimentation in polarity. You either serve others or yourself or you know, 2080 or whatever the fuck your version of it is. And that's what this is. And the source wants to see what you're going to fucking do that. You know, That way it can learn about itself. And that just takes off a lot of fucking pressure because you're just like, I don't get what this is all is. And it's just like, nobody cares, buddy. And that's okay. Yeah. You can let go. And then most of us have a hard time letting go. And we have our versions of that thing that things actually that you can't let go because if you do, then who are you? Mm. And everybody's afraid of that. And I get it some people do dmt and ayahuasca, you know all these other things but uh, a really frightening question to most sober conscious people is what do you want what do you mean what do you want i want money so i don't have to freak out so you don't want to freak out right yeah you just want a life of happiness you know and you everybody has their layers and versions of that and It's just, it makes everything so much easier.
1: The ego thing is a, is a huge one. What's
0: the, it's, if, if you can imagine this human experiment, if you will, right? If you set it up as God and you make things nice, they're going to sit around and fuck and write shitty poetry all day long and Birkenstocks. A.K. Okay, Lowells. but you know what I mean and and, and like nothing <laughs> gets done and how you know and then the 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 creator who made these things is like I'm not learning shit from this they they just never leave the house <laughs> you know so I got to set this up as a polarity experiment now how do you separate the soul that's connected to all this other stuff it's the the ego is the is the mechanism it's the veil that is the myth that you're alone that you're separated that you need External to fulfill, I need to climb a mountain, I need to do fifty push ups if I just get a Grammy if I just get this chick, you know, and it's all ass backwards it's you know whether well,
1: it's the Grammy one is true
0: that that is the ultimate road to happiness <laughs> i you know i don't I, I don't even know that world right. you know like that's the cool thing. Is that the last years taught me is that my experience, I can design exactly like I want to, and I
1: have very kind people around me. It's just nice. Yeah, you know, my uh, my my wife and a couple friends of mine struggle with this the ide- the ego idea, and they'll have troubles at work, and the, the idea that you know people at work are just spending all their time at home talking about me and how I'm fucking up at work or I'm fucking up in life. I've tried to explain, no, they're not. Like, honestly. Everybody's tripping out on themselves. We're all, for the most part, pretty fucking insignificant. And some people find that scary. I find it comforting in a way. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really matter to the entire world. Well, matter is a verb that is a human construct. Oh, John, here we go.
0: To to matter, (gasps) Mm -hmm. to have meaning. Meaning Mm -hmm. is a human construct. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, uh, because instinct, for example. We say instinct is different than meaning. Instinct just happens. Yeah, but it happens over a lifetime of meaning. Because if I don't, I'll die. You know what I mean? So it's like these are human terms. And you have to understand that the human perception is a time scale that's different than all these other things. And so we view a very singular, three-dimensional fucking thing. We haven't even figured out space-time time-space yet. And we're not even close. We are. We are it's just that the the definitions are off and there's a lot of God, the damage done to the entire fucking humanity by like old white dudes in the fifties because of the cold war. We're all paying the price for that right now to this day and for decades to come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like everything that was sold for the last 40 or 50 years is completely the opposite of what I'm telling you, which is just like you're not, that's what the ego is. The ego is the perfect mechanism to trick a soul into thinking that no one's there but itself. That God is not here, that, that whatever that is for you. Right. That, 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 you know, cause if you look at this, this is just, you are the same source experiencing itself. You know what I mean? And so then I can look at you and be like, well, you're kind of God right now. And so are you, and so is she, and. That is correct. See? <laughs> See, God just fucking spoke to me. And I'm not even kidding. And, and we're we're and here I for get, it. And I get goosebumps and joy from that. Do you know what I mean? It's amazing. And, and it's free, and it's real, and it's... And and limitless, and too. I, I know I sound how I sound
1: right now. Like, I'm down on a an knee and going, like, hey, you want
0: to talk about <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wish you were my dad. Like, you've given me more wisdom in the last 15 minutes than I ever got from my dad. In well, Your poor father, 40 years. and
0: their father's before them, and their father's before that. Like, my dad his dad didn't want him, mm. you know? And he knew that. And he, not only that, my dad was a sensitive bro and he would just be you like, get, no. get on the mic a little bit more. Yeah, he would you. say horrible things to him and be like, he'd march him up and down the stairs and be like, no son of mine is an F word, you know, like that kind of thing. Or he tried to be a musician in Peru and he, he
1: burst into the rehearsals, like all drunk and just give shit to my dad. Well, like, you know, it, it was my, he, my, my dad, I'm going to tell a quick story. Cause you mentioned that, <clears throat> my dad used to get me a new pair of shoes uh, before the first day of school every year. And I was probably going, I think I was going into seventh grade and I'm on the phone with my dad he goes, yeah, I'm going to come. My parents were divorced when I was a year old. So I was in seventh grade and I'm on the phone with my dad. Let's go get shoes. Cool. Dad. Um, I'm excited. Like I just got my ear pierced. So I'm looking forward to getting the shoes silence. And I hear, put your mom on the phone. Okay. And, uh, I hear my mom gets on the phone. I can hear my dad talking through the earpiece. And he says, I'm not taking that fucking faggot anywhere. And I was like, and I heard that. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, I was like, listen, I pierced the left ear, not the right ear. So I'm straight. Remember that rule back in the day? Yeah. Left ear, right ear? I'm sorry that you had to experience that at that age. He eventually apologized for it, but like my dad is he's from that that time too. And he's like a grew up as a truck driver in a in a very like, kind of right-wing family and, yeah. that you know, Republican kind of, those ideals. And I my dad is not someone, like, he would probably have gay friends, but I don't think he would be stoked with a gay son. You know what I mean? Like, as long as it's not his problem.
0: Yeah, no, 100%, 100% because... Two things. It's it's his ego. He's afraid of being embarrassed, and mm-hmm. then he's afraid of the pain that he perceives you're going to experience. True, and that yeah, is that's out true. of his control. Mm-hmm. And that is the most emasculating thing a father can feel: is that I can't do anything for him because he's choosing to be whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just easier to, yeah, to resent him then. Yeah, because otherwise, I'm a shitty man, and I can't take care of my kid. Right. So from- and
1: having a gay son. I'm not saying to him, but to a lot of fathers, it's their failure. And, and,
0: and again, you know, young kids got to understand that like how people awakening now is such a fast new thing. Our parents had no guidance, you know, some of them took shit like the Bible too seriously. Some of you know what I mean? But like it's, it, there was, there was no handbook that wasn't based on puritanical penalty
1: yeah, I, there was no alternate information besides like the, 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 the yeah. good book or, or whatever. if you ask
0: the wrong question, why would you ask that? Don't ask that.
1: Right. Shit.
0: And now I'm thinking about it. Oh, fuck. Does that make me even fuck? Well, now I can't, you know, like, don't think about an elephant. We're always raised
1: with, uh, with parents saying like, there's no dumb questions until you, you ask, ask what they consider to be a dumb or, question. Yeah, or
0: you ask something that they, don't, they can't answer. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden now you don't want to seek information anymore because you get penalized for it.
0: You know, I'm lucky that with my, my mom who's still alive that we've reached a place that we have a relationship now as like two souls communicating without any matriarchal or any kind of like. That's a beautiful thing. I've never known, I've never known that, and, 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 and you're right, and it's changed everything in me because it was like all you have to do is tell people how you feel and if they laugh at you it doesn't it's not you. Yep. And if they laugh laugh with them, you know, like it's 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 okay to not get it back. And and I was able to say to my mom things I couldn't say growing up because I thought by saying those things I was less of x or y or whatever the fuck, you know, as her son. Which is I, I I'm I'm touched by what you said because I I I'm aspiring for that same relationship with my mother. Mm. And I think that it's on the horizon, but I still think that she's still holding on to um,
1: the matriarchal road, uh, mm. role, um, which she should because she's my mother.
0: It's the most powerful mm. phenomenon on the planet, a mother's love. And I, I see it do harm to certain people because certain people, that makes them crazy. You know what I mean? Uh, and it does. You you know that that fucking saying, "Forgive them, for they know not what they do." God, I wish that like it came out not from a Bible or some kind of fucking thing, you know, because that's exactly that. You know, if you can view your mother even, who was supposed to be the end all, be all, but be like,
1: she's flawed. Yeah, oh, we're all flawed, right? And I remember and that's having good. that
0: realization as you know when when I was like, "Oh shit, I got more awareness than they do." I'm alone. I've had the same feeling, you know, I'm alone, I'm alone. And not only that, when you get to those moments where that really hit you and you're scared and you just want to crawl in her arms again, you're like, am I allowed to do that now? And the thing is, is you are, and she wants you to, but all of us don't do that unless your mother doesn't want you to, in which which case is a whole other conversation. But, you know, just to be able to say to the people around me the things I want to say without any um, humor to it, or without any J K afterwards, you know.
1: You seem like someone who who is able to do that to me, though. I feel like, I feel like you're someone who is, who can comfortably tell people how you feel. You no, know, I used to play the role of the like you know like
0: a nagging e- the English kind of way. Okay. Yeah, you fucking cunt. And it's just like, oh, he loves me, you right, know? right, right. And all you do is just ball bust, and that's how you showed affection. But like you know, if you meditate and you look at it non-anthropomorphically you're like this doesn't make sense you're not communicating you you're it's it's like two different birds dancing two different dances it's like nothing's happening here you know And, and if you think about it to communicate with your mouth and sounds is highly highly inefficient really inefficient because the note that i choose the cadence the words you could take something especially with sarcasm and all these new levels of
1: human condition, right? That's true. But so, couldn't it also be the perfect form of communication if you get it right? Well, if I had a choice between that and telepathy, I would choose telepathy. Because well, yes, of course. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Which, you know, if you be, believe in it, it's a consciousness thing, at some point, I'll be able to fucking be like Red Apple. You'll Everybody in the room will be like, he's thinking of a red apple.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And knowing that now, when someone speaks to me, I, I, I make an effort to be like, what is... The person, the thing behind saying, not the words that are coming out.
1: How do you read that? Do you read body language? Do you read their eyes? I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I just ask feel for
0: help from the source. So it's like if it's not coming naturally, I'll be like, "Yo, am I am I dick here? Am I the dick? Because if I'm the dick, cool. I just need to know. Just want to know, right? Right. And I found that in meditation, in complete silence, not silence, but like your version of it, whatever meditation is for you, it could be hiking, it could be tennis. Uh, in that silence, asking that infinite intelligence that's out there and being like, what would you do? And what's really weird is that we all have these archetypes in our head that's kind of John Malkoviching, right? The thug's gonna come out. The, the nice guy's gonna come out. You know, like you kind of know what those guys sound like, but the infinite intelligence is a different voice and it's a different, and it's immediate and it doesn't have a note and it's like, that's not me. Cool. And that usually just tells you the shit you need to know. At least in my experience, because like, this is the other thing is that like every path is
1: singular. That's the whole fucking point. This intelligence that you're talking about, do you think of it as being like a cosmic, like, uh, it's all infinite it's intelligence all. or just on earth or no, it's,
0: it's all encompassing. All universes, all roads lead to Rome there's this one and we don't have a word for it because we call these things things but these are this dimension you know and there are more dimensions we have mathematical proof to that even though we can only our brains trust me i I, I think about this shit every fucking day and trying to think about uh, the, the one after this like i just don't have it you know what i mean and why wouldn't that infinitely keep going up right right it's the exact same thing as it's trying to explain to an ant, which has a very important purpose on this planet, but trying to explain to that ant, I got in an argument with my sister because she didn't pay me back in time.
1: Yep. Yep. Do you understand? And and the ants like I don't. I literally had this t- conversation last night. I was at dinner with friends, and we're talking about all the amazing UFO stuff that's coming forward lately which you and I have shared a passion for since we were kids.
0: And all that stuff by the way is human made. You think the real aliens don't need
1: ships. I
0: part of me agrees with that. They phase in and out and Yes, and anything, part of me agrees with that. Anything triangle based. Mm-hmm. I mean right now we can go on the patent website and uh was his name Cesar? Some crazy name that they were like he's the patent guy. But if you go to the patent office look okay. up the naval thing there's the TR3B, the motherfucking Big Black Delta yep. that I've been talking about.
1: Which is what your band is named after, the Triangle Craft. Right, yep.
0: and 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 these cigar-shaped things are actually decommissioned fucking submarines because it's perfect. It's mm-hmm. already sealed. It's like, you know, and they don't... Um, I don't know about the big, huge, massive triangles that came over the, the Kremlin and over the Pentagon last year that nobody talked about. That that could be false flag and so like that's the thing that we have to all be aware of is that's not a conspiracy there are people that are trying to take advantage of all these other fucking things so like the real the real aliens that are like cool
1: and shit like that are not from the fucking movies right I agree with that and that's what I explained to these people last night I said you know people ask why don't aliens come and land and for the same themselves. reason that
0: motherfucker doesn't go in the middle of amazon with a fucking cell phone yeah and go like guys let's just fucking uber right well it's the ant thing you, I, I said you know, i
1: said this it's the same reason we don't introduce ourselves to an ant pile and be like hi my name is dan what are you guys doing here because they're like uh, even more we're ants what are you talking even, even more relative can't communicate.
0: and and, and, and per- relative to the situation is is that like we're we're not ants. We are conscious beings. We are self aware, and it's the same fucking reason why we don't go into the bush and and get these people sick anymore, and do these other fucking things because they got to figure it out. If that's what they want to do, that's
1: what they want to do. That's the well. We also tried many times, and they're if like, you're gonna "We live, don't want
0: this." If you're going to live one rule in your life, besides the golden rule, which should shouldn't be a fucking rule, it should just be automatic, is that do not fuck with free will. That is divine. That is God's path in life is not fucking with people's free will and just concentrating on your own and being kind on those so somebody comes up to you and asks you should I do X or Y and Y will make you more money but X will make them more happy. It's just like why wouldn't you
1: want them to be happy just cause, you know like sadly I think a lot of people would choose the money route. Well, because of most people, we all
0: would choose that initially because we live in a world of deficit or we think everything comes from a deficit. I need money because I need fucking food. You know, I need these things. That's where it comes from. And it's unfair. It's unfair. I don't know what, you know, besides the universal basic income, which, you know, a lot of people don't want, but it's like, well, what are we going to do with these 7 billion people, man?
1: I just love the argument of the, you know that uh, people care so much about human beings and care so much about American lives more than every other life. Who well, who are these people? Like the the the, the more the Republican argument uh, of like right. you know put up the border walls, keep all the bad guys out. We gotta take care of America first. No, we man, have we have the money to take care of every person in the not, planet, we have but we don't.
0: More than enough materials on this planet and space that everybody yeah. could have an, a nice, kind existence. But like the thing is, is that there are mechanisms designed to like. Well, I'm just gonna, you know, I, I didn't make this up. I forgot who said this. It was like a joke. It's like if you went to the jungle and there was one monkey with fifty bananas, and there was forty nine other monkeys going like. You don't see that in nature because, like, that guy gets his ass kicked.
1: Yeah, you take the bananas. But <laughs> yeah. well,
0: more than that, that guy learns that, like, uh, I like being loved.
1: Right. And that guy's
0: my brother. And that, you know, like, I love you. Here, have this banana. And the guy's yeah. like, cool. So I'm not going to fucking stab you tonight. And it's like, thank you.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. all it cost
0: was a banana. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and <clears throat> hopefully as a species, we're getting there, you know, when the old white dudes die away, which mm-hmm. can't happen fast enough. But like when they do, I don't know. I, I, I feel like we have a chance.
1: We're definitely going the right direction. I think as a, as a human race, I think we're going the right direction. But these Excuse reptilian me. dudes, they really fucking, <laughs> I mean, as bad as you could do it, they did it. You know yeah. what I mean? And continue to. Not did it, doing it. It's still happening. Well, thanks for listening to the comedy podcast. (laughs) I'm
0: kidding. I love technology, by the way. I love... Of course you do, yeah. I love the F-35. I I, I fucking love planes. I watch shit about planes all day long. I love material sciences. I love... Like, if I could work at at, at Skunk Works, Mm. I have a Skunk Works t-shirt. Like, it's like... That's the paradox of this thing. It's like, I fucking hate the system. But if you guys are going to be making planes, uh, let me help. right. And, but, but they but we're bombing children with them it's like yeah, fuck that part too <laughs> you know and and uh, it's just not going to change till all those systems are put to rest and what's going to be interesting in the next couple of months in the next year or two i'm predicting nobody's told me this is that the sightings will get to the point cuz we also besides aliens we have a, a war a cold hot war with china and so they're like, you know, what? we're going to fucking, we're going to tell everybody. And so that's why the U.S. Space Force, all this other shit is happening now. And everybody's like, where is this coming from? Is because the U.S. is like, we can't let them do, do it first, Space. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And so what we're going to see is a lot more sightings. And I just want whoever's listening <laughs> to, in anything in your life, when fear comes in, acknowledge it, but don't. And give it a kiss on the forehead, like a, like a, like a little toddler. Just, but, but like, it's probably a human-made thing, and and it doesn't mean anything. There is no Christ coming down to save you. And anybody that says that he's doing that, check their papers. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's probably a pedo.
1: What? Hell
0: yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I watch a lot of Sean Atwood. I don't know who's that. He's he's this British dude that like A pedo. He was like the biggest like uh, e dealer in London or whatever, and so he went and did really hard time. But he was good with money, and so he, he befriended with people, and and so now he has this podcast where he just has. I you know I w- I would recommend it for certain things, but for certain things it's like you don't need that in your mm. diet. There's a lot to,
1: it, to ingest lately. But
0: it's just like, how many more versions of this are we going to need to see? Like the guys that are like, no gay rights. Are the guys getting their dick sucked? you know, and like, it's just like, it's a joke now.
1: Isn't it amazing how often that's the case? Well, it, it was amazing. Shocking
0: and not shocking at the same but, time. But you know, any statistician would tell you like, uh, we call these things patterns. Because <laughs> it's going <laughs> to happen again. You know? and There's it's, that cliche again. Uh right it's like we all youth runs from cliché cuz they think they can do it better and then they come running back home when when old, you know age sets in you're like yeah Yo, you guys had it right sorry you know yep. it's true and i can do that now cuz i'm in my 40s
1: when did you turn 40
0: i don't even know which 40 i am
1: was it was uh was that transition hard for you no good good i remember i on um, i was bitching about you know turning 40 to couple friends of mine and I posted something online about like how it was a hard one. And I have a friend Tara who is in her at that time she's in her early thirties and she lost an arm to cancer when she was in her twenties. Mm. She sent me a message. She goes, Happy birthday. Also, I would like it if you would stop complaining about being forty. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. She's like, you know, there are people that don't make it past their fifth birthday. Mm-hmm. And there's people that deal with crippling disease their whole life or that you know, they've been through traumatic shit and have, have a tough go at it. Try to be grateful for having a birthday and being here, having your limbs, having your health. And so it wasn't like, you know, feel bad for me. That's not what she was saying, but more like appreciate what you have. And I've never. And also
0: you, you you're fucking annoying when you do that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Right. You know, and it's, absolutely right. Because you're looking, you, you, you say it, like whether you know it or not, you're no, looking see, for praise. The, you're looking for some kind when of you did, when you do that,
0: and when we all do that, what it is is ritual. It's part of an archetype that you think you're fitting it because we've seen it in fucking movies starring Sally Fields and Meg Ryan, where it's like I'm turning forty, I have to make this whole new thing to fucking talk about, and you know, and it's like if. Uh, that that would make sense if it was 1988 and everybody had massive shoulder
1: pads, but like now it's like you're fucking you're a dork. Yeah, so my mine, mine came my, my that feeling for me it came all from fear. It came from being 40 and like I don't still don't really know what I want to do with myself. Well, I should and
0: have it, this or I should have that. Yeah, no, you can't use your father's uh, yardstick. That's the first step to fucking failure and and.
1: I don't think it was even that for me. I think it's more just what I put on myself. I'm not someone who puts a lot of pressure on myself, but there is like did a part of you was like I should have a home. I should have savings. That or just like or at least have a more of a direction of what I want to do. You know, because I I, my interest is in so many things. My interest is in making music, working for musicians, Mm -hmm. doing this show. I was directing music videos. I wanted to direct films. I mean, so what's the reason that like that can't be done? That's what I decided. I can do all those things if I want to. I don't have to pick right. one. And, and the, so, the,
0: you know, because somebody will say to you, oh, you know, jack of all trades, but master of none. And it's like, actually, I'm a master at a lot of things. I can master a couple of those. I, I have no problem. And if you really want to get philosophical, the I only, don't have to be a master. The either. only true master has to be a master of
1: all things. And so it's just oh, like, there you, go. you know. I'm also, I'm also someone who I've never been like, if I'm going to do it, I have to be the best at it. I don't care about being the best. Yeah,
0: most people that do that it comes from a fear based thing because if I'm not best I won't get love or I won't get made fun of or I won't get beat up yeah you know like the fear of getting jumped sticks with you getting jumped sticks with you and then you wake up and you're 35 and you're using algorithms that make sense when you're fucking 17 and everybody around you is looking at you like what the fuck are you doing well, that came from because I don't want to hurt. I don't want to be in pain, you know. And if and, and again, going back to like looking at everybody else differently. On the way here, I was telling her, you know, we were at a stoplight, and I was just—you
1: came with your lovely girlfriend here, Andrea. Yep.
0: Thank you for coming. Yep.
1: The uh, support team.
0: We. We. Uh, we're looking at people go by, and she's like, "What are you? What are you thinking about?" And I'm like, "I'm imagining HP. Driver as a toddler giggling in their shit, and she starts laughing. And I'm like, I know, right? Like that's the best I can do right now, because anything else feels inauthentic. I can't just love the UPS driver. I don't think I ever will. I'm not. I'm not that good. But like, if I imagine him as a human being who shits and giggles, and, and then his mom giggling next to him, and I'm all of a sudden now I do love this motherfucker. I've never met him. You know what I mean? And, and just. Choosing to do that, except the other thing that I was doing, which was just like fucking traffic and anything in LA. and There's nothing fucking works. And it's that guy that wants to like Archie Bunker every fucking thing. There's a time and a place for both, in my opinion. Well, that's where balance comes in. And, right. And wisdom, with, you know, because you can't be all love. If you're all love, you're cancer. If you're all, oh, anything, absolutely.
1: You're going to, it's going to build and fester. You got to let it out.
0: You're cancer. Mm-hmm. And so it's like wisdom applied to, to these phenomenons is what makes a life worth living. So, you know, applying wisdom to love. Not everybody gets your love. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make you a bad person. That just means it's not the right time.
1: Has exercise become one of your biggest outlets for anger to, stress, uh, as or stress?
0: As you get older. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're younger, you just have, you know, you, you can do things like that. But um, now that I don't drink, I have a lot more free time. Because if you're drinking and passing out and drinking schedule is completely tied up and so it's like what do i do with this free time <laughs> Sorry,
1: guys, i'm busy i can't and then can't a, make a, it and
0: then a pandemic shows up and so you're like "Well, i, I could i could fucking fall off the wagon and nobody would know because everybody's dealing with their shit right now and it was like let's try something else
1: when did you actually get sober well i still smoke weed i consider that sober because uh,
0: I just want people to understand that that it works for me. It doesn't do any. Uh, but uh, two th- the end, right after fucking
1: Trump got elected, uh, that whole thing. So Trump gets elected, dude. That's when I would have chosen to drink if I ever wanted to drink.
0: Well, I know. I, I like it was that I, I was so fucking pissed off. But the thing was is that my body had hit its limit and my and my surroundings had had that. Sorry. And at this point, I was living in my friend's closet downtown. At his place. And, you know, the thing is, is that he worked with alcohol companies. So there was always bottles at the house. And so it was just like... It's a
1: good test. It's not only be. that,
0: he was out of town all the time. So it was just like...
1: So you were the kid in the candy store Oh man! trying not to eat and candy. And not only
0: that, he has, he has the biggest modular synth rig I've ever seen in my life. So it was... I I obviously dabbled into that until one night I started vomiting uh, blood and I was just crying and I, you know, everybody has this story where I just, you're like, I can't do this myself. I need help if there's help out there. And then just took it day by day after that and then sat in uh because of American healthcare, just sat in that closet and went through the DTs,
1: which is... Are they as fun as I've heard they are?
0: I'm grateful for going through it. But I would never want it, you know, because uh, if you want to be humbled in the most horrible fucking way, yeah, sure. But like, I, I, you know, it was it also made me focus on things because you're going through this. You put on a YouTube video of rain, and you start zooming into that sound of rain, and you start picking it apart, and and you and what I was doing was meditating, I was just being present in the moment, and then all of a sudden, four hours go by. Like, if I can do this 32 more times, I can make it through the week. And that saved you,
1: you think? The meditation? Nothing
0: nothing saved me outright. It was, uh, I saved me. I fucking saved me. It was just, you know, wanting not to want to suffer anymore. And not knowing, but just thinking, there's got to be a fucking better way than this. I don't have it, but like, that's no reason to not ask.
1: Have you ever, uh, you mentioned DMT... Mm -hmm. And, um, um, oh my God, Uh, ayahuasca. Mm -hmm. Have you done those things? I've done DMT. I would like to. What was your experience? It's, again,
0: something that you can't, there's not a word for it, obviously. That's why it's an experience. Mm -hmm. And it's something I would never recommend, but like would be so grateful if you did it. Right. Because it's uh, it's for people that are uninitiated, there's a lot of death processes that you have to, of of these sh- these onion layers that we all have and it can be fucking frightening and then also you know there are physical reactions to it so some people shit their pants and all these other things but you know if you can remind yourself that like you you are not that meat suit and you will never cease to exist and there's nothing to worry about the pain is temporary this this existence is temporary but you live for fucking ever and 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 That's what I got from it. I got, and then also it humiliated, not humiliated me, but humbled me. So it was like you, every fucking asshole at 24 is like, I just want to know what's about, man. I just just look, I just like, I get it, right? Yeah, but what's what's the fucking meaning? And then this thing was just like, oh, you want to see it? Here it is, motherfucker. And so in that span, and I don't know how long I was, but like saw a million other lifetimes, and, and I saw a million other things, and I saw that rocks... And, and and things that we don't know think actually have feelings and collect energy around them. And, and, and
1: I've heard this from other people. And it seems I, like a- I was
0: a woman on this planet and I was this on there and that, and then wished to hear. And, and, and other people have different experiences. Um, but what I saw was that, like, this in front of us is my first Sony, you know, and the real gig is just. Hawaii (laughs) like it's just (laughs) beauty and 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 and, you know in this state it's very hard to to honor and love the things that negatively affect you it's it's impossible but those are those are the gifts because if you can figure out how to negotiate those moments and not become those moments and respond and not react why do you think we get stuck here? Because you were raised with fear as the main motivator of everything that you do. The the main motivator probably of everything all of us do is like, you know, you're not good enough. Or if you don't, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, you're not going to get the love that somewhere deep inside you, you're like, I'm entitled to... And it's, it's, uh, why does it happen? Because the ego is so well designed to separate you from, from that because the creator wants you to be here and watch you decide because it's learning about itself by watching you do that because you are a tendril of it, you know, and there's freedom in that, in that non-freedom. I'm a bigger, I'm part of a bigger thing. This isn't all on me. And, and as soon as you're a kid, as soon as you leave the house and you go to, to second grade, it starts happening, you know? I don't, want, I don't want them to make fun of me. I don't want them to laugh at me. All right, so I'm gonna get these stickers. And not only that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out everything about this character. And then you're six and you're that character now, you know? And, and it's usually out of fear-based. And if you, we can get to people and be like, let's do the exact same thing, but out of just complete joy.
1: That's a beautiful so idea. You're,
0: so as a boy, you're, you, I don't want you, you know, it's like, you got to be a fighter. And even my dad, he would be honest about it. He's like, I don't know why, but like, and I'm like, you can't even fight. I could, I could kick your ass, your ass. Cause he would yell at me if I lost at a tournament or something. And we'd be walking to the fucking car. And he's like, how did you let? And I would just turn around and be like, I could lay you out here right now. How the fuck? You know? And it came from a place of like, I love you so much. I just want you to be able to kick everyone's ass so that it doesn't happen to you, you know. But even at that that at that period of time, he didn't know he was doing that. And I didn't know he was doing that.
1: Did you ever get to a point with your dad where you guys um As best were, as I could were at a good place?
0: Yeah, I mean, before he died, we got into it because of Edward Snowden. Explain. I came home, and and he was just like, this guy's a traitor, and how come, you know, and I was just surprised, because my dad, is he was the softest, kindest, like, Buddha motherfucker, and so it was like, I'm, we're having dinner, and I was like, really? And I just shook my head. I'm like, God, that's disappointing, and he did one of these things the table flips over china flies everywhere and he's like you do you know this whole fucking thing and the next day i had to sit him down and be like look you can think anything you want man i didn't mean to cause that and he's like it's just a, a son doesn't say to his father that he's disappointed and i'm like well, then what do i do with it man
1: yeah you're not better yeah. than me like we're both human beings living in the same world But at like the same I, time I love you and I want to tell you my alcoholism how I
0: feel. had taken off to a point that like you know and this is how my parents dealt, dealt with it they talked about it but I didn't know they knew and so he was afraid that I was becoming a saucer like his dad and so the cycle was happening and so before we could address that he had died okay and so you know that was you know I, I'd love to but I know I'm going to see him again or feel him again, or resonate with him again, and it's going to be fine. So, it's just,
1: I would like to get to that place of like my, my dad's still alive, but like I'm, I'm almost getting emotional hearing you talk about your stuff with your dad because I'm I'm currently in a similar thing with my dad.
0: Forgive him because he doesn't know what he does.
1: I I have. That's the thing is like uh, uh with my dad, I fully accept him for who he is and all of his beliefs, whether I share them or not. I respect him, also, I accept it, but he does not do that of me. Right, but you have to respect
0: evolution. So you are the newer model. Okay, so you, you know, that's part of the gig, is that you're going to be a better version of a human being than your dad. You hear that, dad? I'm better than you. Well, no, it's... Oh God. I mean, there's Greek epics written about this. Right. I mean, it's another classic cliche. It's not a cliche. It's th- it's part of the human paradigm, which is like, you know, you, don't you want to be
1: better than the first model? And uh, parents, you always hear that they want their children to be better off and better than they were as well until it actually seems to happen. Also, I don't, a know, problem.
0: I've never met your father, but I don't know if anybody was ever empathetic to him or kind to him. So it, it, it'd be like, does he even know how things look and sound right and to you know take it from there and just be like hey if this person doesn't speak spanish they don't speak spanish like right this. there's nothing you're not going to fucking yell at it into him
1: like i i love having you know deep emotional sensitive conversations but i i don't think i could do it with I, I think if i tried with him he would just shut it down or just like he would be he'd be so uncomfortable right. with and his you know, own and then
0: the moment if i was you i'd be like i see that this causes you uh, distress and I don't want to distress you. I just want you to know it's coming from a place of love. And I think you're a dope dude having a guy nice night and walk away and, you know, and, and you got your message across, yeah. which is like, we're cool. Regardless, yeah. Regardless, like, we're, we're, we're cool. And it's like, he wants to know that, but he's afraid. And, you know, growing up in Miami, like that was the thing with, with men. It's just like, you don't fucking show emotion, bro. You know And you Favado, had auto. Yeah. yeah. And, and you had all these fathers that were really great fucking little league coaches, but just couldn't, but, sure. but emotions are
1: weakness for for a lot of those. For guys. most
0: people, up until this recent awakening that we're all having, and, and that that always made me so fucking sad. You know that that, that like kindness and empathy was viewed, and still it. View, view it as a weakness or the mark.
1: Have you felt that way your whole life? like empathetic towards others or I this? did. I, I, yeah. And then, and
0: then I just, it got me in trouble cause I didn't know what it was and I didn't know how to negotiate with it. And sometimes it took over and sometimes not. And then I became the bully for a minute. And I, you know, I think about those three dudes every day of my life and, and I know their names backwards and forwards. And it was like the 15 minutes that I was, because that was the other thing was that I got fucked with. So I started training before it was MMA. It was called shoot fighting. And this guy, uh, uh, Art Vale, who's, you know, the grandpa, one of the grandpas. And so this this was hard training, man. Like, you'd walk in and be like, today your legs are broken. Do 50 laps around the room and you'd drag your cross. And so I became the guy. And then I whooped ass and I saw these kids crying. Kids, I mean, we were the same age. Yeah, but you felt powerful. I didn't like it. I didn't like that kind of power. And so I called them, each of them, different things. That night, crying, like, I'm so sorry, you know. And, of course, they were like, Confused as fuck, you just kicked the shit out of me. And this kid's calling me up crying, like you know, I, I'm not a wolf like that, right? Well, that's a that's that's a very good thing. No, wolves are good, man, because they keep the fucking populations down, and 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 it keeps the ecosystem good. I just I'd rather be a hawk, right? You know, or 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 something else. Like I just you know, and wolves actually we found out that they're not like that. All the wolf studies we did is that we got strange wolves and we put them in a fucking zoo. And of course, alpha is going to come out because that's how it works. But wolves in nature don't work like that. It's mom and dad and all these people around and the babies get the meat first and everybody spoils them. They're just like fucking... A proper, like a nice family. Right. So if the setting is right, the human being can be angelic. But if you come out the womb with fear, your parents are afraid because how am I going to pay for this fucking thing? How am I going to tell them Oh my God, if they're gay, what am I going to say? You know, like all this shit and they just, nobody, they just did it. Cause that's what their parents did. And it's f- fucking, you know, it's, it's not, it's not fair to anybody on the, on the ladder of that. I agree. You know,
1: have you ever done a, um, I want to shift a little bit. Have you ever done, I did my first, uh, deprivation tank all the time. I mean, I week. do
0: my version of it where it's like a face mask and earplugs in and, yeah, you. That's that's the quickest way I think to access that thing I'm talking about. It was a wild experience, and it's free. Yeah, and it doesn't fuck your liver up, and when you get, you can get better at it, and you can negotiate it and, and take it places and all these other things. And it, it's salt water.
1: Yeah, it was. It was really. I mean, I went to a place, you know, downtown to uh, to do it, <clears throat> and you you know, you go in there, you sit, lay there for two hours. You have no idea what time is doing you don't you have nowhere to be and
0: And you you know And time is fucking you know in another solar system time works differently yep so it's not relative you know i mean even just right outside our ozone time changes again it's a human construct of measurement that's all it is it's measuring actually distance and that's where humans get time confused because if you're not moving relative to anything, time's not moving, and nothing's happening. So that for me to get to here to there, that's time. That's a distance thing. That's not. Do you know what I mean? And, and, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and, yeah. And, never, th- and, obviously, never thought this it moment way. right now. That one just happened. And this one right now. You know what I mean? It's not slices. It's. I know. I, I know how I sound right now.
1: <laughs> I love
0: it. I love this. <clears throat> this is all I think about. Th-
1: this, this is why I wanted you to come because I really enjoy these type of conversations. I
0: just hope I'm not coming off as ed- telling anybody they should or shouldn't.
1: Darren, what's the verdict? Is he coming off as telling people what to, how to think and how to feel? Absolutely not. We're doing great. Thank you, guys. And of course. He's just speaking his truth. I love it. You, uh, you, you seem like you've, you've um, what's the word I'm looking for. Like evolved even since I last saw you.
0: Thank you. What a nice thing to say to somebody.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying that what you were before was any worse, but you, you. you I'm seem not looking for anything yeah. but niceness
0: out of that comment. I promise you. Good,
1: good. Isn't it's nice? That,
0: isn't that what we're here for?
1: I guess so. You so know, we And that. also, what like I, I, yeah, there you go. Right. You, you, you have God's tender, and I want to see what you do.
0: Is he gonna go left? Is he gonna go right? Is he gonna scream at that person, or is he gonna man? One time, again, yeah, this was at that same period of my life. I was driving somewhere <clears throat> inconsequential and stupid, like a gym or some shit like that. I, and I, you know, I was so entitled. Get out of And I clipped this lady's side view mirror, pull over to the side. She gets out, and she's just, just, ah, my sciatica. And I just didn't know what to fucking do. And I thought that that's it. That's it. My You know, like. Way to go, John. You made a lady cry on a fucking road, right? Now you've done it. And I didn't know what to do. And luckily, she didn't react in a bad way. But I was like, I'm so sorry, you're right. And I hugged her. And it was like a 10 second hug. And she called me. An embrace. That's a legitimate and embrace. She just was like, You gotta be careful. And I'm like, I, I know you're right. Okay. And it went from like, You ruined my day to she loved me. And it's like, You gotta be careful.
1: And that is the importance of taking accountability or or being responsible for your own actions and choices, which we struggle with so often
0: because we're afraid that we will be denied love. And, and the thing is, is that's, there's no lack of that. Don't worry about that. You're just in the wrong place.
1: That's all. I tell people all the time. Sometimes nothing feels better than giving a really good apology.
0: If it's real, that's what I
1: mean. Yeah, I mean a genuine apology if oh, you've God. really hurt somebody or what, really what done something. What a
0: beautiful moment! <laughs> and then, and if it's
1: received, it's it's almost sexual,
0: you know. Because and then this and then together and that, you know, it's a it's it. God, for forgiveness. That's why it is written about the way it is.
1: Yep. It's very intimate.
0: You know, I had to let go of things that happened to me as a kid. Yep, that would just fucking. Turn me into a monster and could mm-hmm. easily made me hate men. You know what I mean? Of course. So be that guy that you're just like, fuck, why did he burn that whole building down? It's like, I could have been that. And it was just like, or I don't have to carry it because this is an experience. It's not personal. There's no Abrahamic God up, up there with a beard going like, fuck this guy in particular today.
1: So for people that have gone through something like that, did it, is it as simple as a choice for you to not let it consume oh. you or that kind of came from therapy and meditation? No, and- it's
0: like sobriety. It's a, it's a constant, it's a constant struggle. And then things pop up in the news and then you see how other people react to it and how other people react to that reaction. And then you, then it just becomes this gross mess. And, uh, for me, it's part of the plan that I'm just seeing that like, if I truly look at the people that have wronged me as God acting out that polarity at that moment, well, shit, I'm just humbled to be of service, dude. Because I'm still here, you know. And if I'm not, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Because again, you don't end.
1: And, and I, I think I want to. I, I want to I get to that. Point and where I really I feel believe that way. this:
0: that you take your memories with you. Like you take like like it's not like you're gonna go blank and. You're just this thing. You're gonna go blank, and you're gonna be sent into a place, and all this is. Oh, I don't have a body. That's all gonna be fucking new, but you're gonna still remember mom. You're still remember your sisters. You're gonna still remember. I'm a male. I have ten fingers. You, you know, or did, and uh you know that's my choice. But that's the cool bit of it. Is like it's my fuck. I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna. Roger Rabbit's going to be there and there's going to be a fuck ton of donkeys and, and go-karts. You know, like, why not?
1: I, I mean, st- that sounds pretty good My to me. <laughs> dream in life
0: here while I'm on the planet is just to get a ranch and have a fuck ton of donkeys. That That is the actual, like, besides creation, that's all I want and, and love. But, like,
1: just to hang out with some donkeys, dude. Why donkeys? Why not? I don't know. I mean, why not horses or alligators or... Dogs. I didn't know if donkey was specific to you for some reason.
0: Donkeys are just like, you know, being a tall dude. And as you get older, bending down to pet things, it just sucks. A donkey, I can walk up and just hug like this. There you go. There's the reason. And donkeys are also the best uh, security animals. They They genetically hate dogs. So they'll fucking destroy wolves and foxes. And so, you know, you have to ingratiate them with dogs and be careful with them. But it's more about just hugging that, that fucking donkey face. Like I see it in my eyes and I just get dopamine rush and I, and, and I hug it and the donkey's like, thanks, man. Have you been able to hug a, hug a donkey? No, but I can tell you what it's like, even though I've never done it, you know.
1: And it's just, Have I remember being like,
0: is that a good enough of a fucking goal? And it's like, yeah. Get over I, there, Dan. Be I his first it. donkey.
1: No, no. I'm going to save it for a real donkey his first donkey. That that, was, that's the name of the episode.
0: That was perfect.
1: I mean, that was just like... I'll be your donkey. That's fucking... Your donkey well, but see,
0: I can stand up. <laughs> I mean, and it's not bending over to pick up a cat or a dog and have a back give up. You know what I mean? I'm
1: your donkey. I can have
0: digni- I can dignity and stand up and talk to a donkey face to face, you know? How can I not be condescending <laughs> to a dog or a cat? Like when I'm like, look... I've got these. Suck it. Yeah. Multiple thumbs. But a donkey's got these big human teeth. And they laugh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right.
0: You know? And can you imagine? Like, you wake up in the morning, watch the sunrise, get super fucking caffeinated, get on your fucking RV... And there's a trailer in the back full of dogs or whatever the fuck want to come along and you just slowly drive around and all the donkeys are like, what is up? And you're like, nothing, just seeing how you're doing. It's great. <laughs> did you pay the tax property this month? Yeah,
1: I did. Thank good you. to go. Good to go. Let's like, go to Utah.
0: And, and, and like for the longest time, I was like, that's not enough. You, why not save the world? Why not do all these other things? Because it's like, who
1: the fuck do you think
0: you are, John? <laughs> just come up with a good idea.
1: Right, yeah. right. So with your with your evolution, like I was talking about, is music still oh yeah as important to you as it was it's before?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, besides, again, love music and creation is why I'm here, and so it's I've gotten to this place now because I can play anything, do anything, and and technology is so cool that I feel like Mickey and Fantasia just and whatever I want, and and so I've been the last 18 20 months or whatever just stockpiling and making things and being happy about it which is like ask any musician is rare man yeah to be like oh i want to show you something like it's you know it's very rare
1: you put out a record last year uh called four right (laughs) what was was that reaction
0: no that reaction was it's just like you know i'm dealing with something business-wise right now and basically because i put a record out during pandemic i'm just getting hit in the, in the pocket for it, you know, because how corporations work, they're like, well, the performance over that quarter was like this. And you're just like, it was Dude, a pandemic. Yeah. Bro. I was
1: home like everyone for fucking a and year I and a half. I was
0: doing a good thing by putting out a record when we were all stuck at home. And, 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 and so like, you know, the, the, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Course. Sometimes, you know,
1: but as someone who, I don't know you very well, but I know you a- enough. And I've, I'm a fan of your music. And I, you, like I said, your music, not much music like speaks to me or whatever, or gets me emotionally. Just the sound of Big Black Delta does that for me. I don't really know why. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I can't explain what it is. I, it's something about there's such happiness and eerie sadness and misery in it all at the same time. Mm. And it makes me. What the best word is, but like nostalgic, and I don't even know what for, but it gets me good. Um, and your last record, there's even more of that than ever. See, and like, that's just me, me more myself, you know. And that's what I, that's what I'm kind of getting at. It yeah, feels like that like, to me.
0: That's the next time you see me live, I'm gonna have a guitar on me, and it's like you know these are just things that have to happen.
1: Like you, you let your shredder inner riffster. Yeah, no, I'm not a riffster, dude. Yes, you are.
0: I'm a shredder, bro. That's what I mean. There's a big fucking difference.
1: You remind me your skills remind me undercover of like a Billy Corgan who is someone that people I know could, as a I, brilliant songwriter. I, I, I love I love Billy, but I could shred him out. Anyway. Well, that's what that's what I'm getting at is people don't know that he is an absolute monster shredder when he, he wants feels. to be and you are too. And you let it happen on this last record more than you have before. You have no idea what's coming up, man. Oh. You know,
0: it's like that's kind of the thing. Because, but uh, you know, uh, it used to be a joke. That stuff used to be a joke. But now it brings joy. Yeah. Because there's no sarcasm involved. Music is no longer ironic.
1: And that's what I, again, that's what you're saying. You're like taking the words right. out of my mouth. And so being earnest. I know you're not putting... I'm
0: really good at being earnest. Yeah. I'm not so good at being like cynical. and Because if you start making fun of people. And you get good at it, and you're good at making fun of people. And what fucking good is that? You know, yeah. it's like
1: I've been accused of that before. That's something that I can be very good at. You know, that that that's one of my powers has been using humor to rip on people to make myself feel better to make yeah. others laugh. It's a very um, important
0: archetype, and that's why it's you know the court jester got to tell the truth and not get beheaded. You know, and so it's I have a choice to make. Well, you know that's in this business especially yeah. it's like you can you can say certain things but certain things you can't depending on when and whatever and it's like if you buy into that uh it can not be fun for you mm-hmm. or or just saying you just try to be not a cunt that's where when I'm at. you're awake yeah and shit should fall in line yeah with a couple i'm sorry's on the way you know? there you go
1: I can live I can live with that because well,
0: you you're not supposed to be perfect. You're supposed to be present. Perfection is another fucking human term that is just so stupid, man.
1: And also completely 100% unattainable in every aspect.
0: Well, I don't think people even know what the word means. Like they people use the word infinity. I don't know what it means. Perfection, I don't think perfection is literally infinity. You're 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 talking about uh, you know, and But everything I've been saying today has worked for me. And there's somebody who might be listening to this right now, who everything I've said is completely the opposite of what you need to hear. And if that's how you feel, own it. Sit in that moment. Only take what makes sense to you, you know. Mm-hmm. Because believe me, I'm not fucking with your free will. And anything, that's what the other thing. That's the law of the one. That's the law of the universe is don't fuck with free will. And that's why those guys aren't coming down. And the guys that do come down, you gotta ask why.
1: I, I, I feel like we need to do another two hours of this.
0: Oh, uh, my poor girlfriend. This is, just, this is just
1: when she wakes up in the morning until she goes to bed at night. <laughs> but she's sticking with you through it, so she must be into it in some way. She's very kind. <laughs> I love it. Um, I mentioned that your music makes me feel like sentimental nostalgic are you one of those people are you a nostalgic sentimental guy I used to be
0: and then I just kept like drinking I kept going at it and going at it thinking that I was going to get to this it's like doing cocaine for the first time it'll never ever ever be that good again and there's people that have lost their lives trying to get to that place and and so like part of nostalgia is being an eight-year-old that's so being 40 and trying to relive it again is is and then you you try to do that and you're like this isn't fucking working and so the real math i found is be the 40 year old with the eight year olds um fear mechanism eight year old doesn't give a shit but i've got 40 years of talent now that i can do and so if I take that fear out of the equation, it's like, dude, I can, I, I, you know me, I'm not an arrogant person. It's just like, I can be any fucker, man. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm just choosing to be the one you see in front of you. I just don't the know.
1: The eight year going. old unapologetic self the, in a way.
0: The same, when you see kids walking down the, the cereal aisle and they're just like, da, flopping around. Dah, uh, and it just like no shame no embarrassment no it's it's, uh, it's a summoning if, if, if you will where's that coming from the kid why is the kid fucking singing about poo poo pants in, in, in the sushi aisle you know what I mean it's like it, it just comes to them and there's no like god I hope this is a hit I hope my NR guy likes it <laughs> I wonder if we sell merch on this you know and, and just make I don't know if you can make money doing the way I'm doing though how come? Well, you know, it's not like what I'm making is that fucking important. So it's just like all the other music that's out there. And it's like. No, 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 no,
1: no. It's not like that. I, okay. It is different. To it is different. A tomato, tomato. Right. Like it doesn't like. Um... You're you, you. I mean, you, you your song, the song Hugging and Kissing, which I'm, you probably have talked to death about was a, a, the theme throughout an entire arc of a television show. That right. That's unha- that happens I, that, because it's specific. That was, that,
0: that was somebody else's decision.
1: Of course it was. But it's because something that you did resonated mm. more than all the other stuff that you're comparing yourself to or saying that it's just like everything else. Obviously I it's not.
0: I created the thing and I, and I take ownership in that. But the financial success and anything that came after that was the producer of that show deciding to use this guy, he, you know what I mean, that mm-hmm. he heard on the radio. And... I have to honor that. I can't lie and be like "Yeah, it was all in the plan. Like No, of course it wasn't the plan. And, and if you, you get know,
1: if you get into this for the plan of making money, and, you're going to Any artist will
0: tell you that like like how your shit is received is just unmanageable. You can't
1: which is why people shouldn't chase trends and try to do I what mean, you think all is all right.
0: Of the nicest things you said to me today, I've had like the complete inverse means in print, you know, and it's just like if I listen to any of this, I'm not listening to myself.
1: As yeah, I said, don't listen to me. Don't listen to those people either. Don't no, me.
0: I'm taking your compliment home, and I'm going to lather it up and 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 just rub it all over my body. It's just, it's just empty calories, though. You know.
1: <laughs> I do, I do. But you better, you better get into fighting shape because you have <clears throat> the world is opening up again, and you have some stuff. Coming up, which I'm actually, yeah, very I don't excited even about. know what
0: to expect if anybody's going to even know or care. Don't expect anything. I don't. Yeah. I don't. And it goes to the antithesis of everything we've all been raised, which is what's your 10 year plan? Do you guys got a 401k? you going to taking care of that? You got to find, do you have insurance on your phone? Do you have all this other stuff? Like, if you don't, it's going gonna, it's gonna to get you. Fear, your fear is going to get you, where? I don't know. You're taking a shit. It's, I'm here. <laughs> you know, it, it, you don't have to. You, I, I've been You good. don't deserve
1: that as God.
0: Yeah. You don't deserve that. I, I've
1: done pretty good my whole life just caring about, like, today. Maybe to a fault, but, like, You're I'm not rare. the kind of guy that, like, I don't worry about how am i am going to pay bills next month. I'm like, it'll just happen. And somehow it does. That
0: is a gift of incalculable size.
1: I know, and I don't take it for granted. I, I'm very grateful.
0: It, 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 What you just described is what Buddha sat under a tree for. You
1: know, like... <laughs> My wife tells me all the time, she said, you were born with full Buddhism, everything that people try to get through and years of meditation. I, I, it and
0: sounds like she enjoys it because it helps, like, you know, if you're freaking out, if the person next to you is like, it's okay. I
1: it's both you. parts. She enjoys it and then is also at times incredibly envious because she is someone who mm, can live in, a- live in anxiety no, like I'm, most people.
0: I'm listening to this and yeah. I have envy about it. Yep. You know, because that's...
1: And then I feel, sometimes I feel bad about it.
0: Oh, you know, I feel oh,
1: no 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 dude. I do, but it's okay. I'm I'm fine with it. But I feel sometimes sometimes I feel That's like it's like be- being ashamed of having like a ten inch dick. It's just like it's, I have that too, dude. Just own it. <laughs> and there you go. Like just own I it. I live with it, right, Darren? Absolutely. I live with it. We all have our, our crosses to bear. <laughs> no drag. Yeah, total bummer. Um <laughs> so what do you what do you have planned for I know you have a show in LA on September twenty second. Uh, which I am honestly thrilled about, it. I'm not to just being completely to you.
0: honest with you. It was just the first thing. I, uh, I you know, my the guy uh, who's more of a partner, but we'll call a manager. We had lunch for the first time since the pandemic, and it was like, "Do you want to do a show?" I'm like, "I should, shouldn't I?" Yeah, let's do a show, and it was like that. And because I can't plan, no matter how much I try, what people expect or not, you know. And when I do solo tours, major markets, I'm cool. But it's getting there, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's so it's like learning this new world and learning if you're even needed. So like, you know, it, it, there are certain things that are coming out now that are just the shit, like those fucking three teenage girls the that were just punk rocking, like oh, screaming the, about I've it seen them all boy.
1: over Instagram and shit, right? right yeah, yeah, right, that, yeah, yeah.
0: And the other day I saw these three girls in a hajib shredding to like Megadeth. I saw that too. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Thank God. This is fucking awesome. This is what I this is what I was talking about because I was just afraid that we were just going to continue this archetype shit, man. And as much as I love ass, that's what music is right now is just you, you know, beautiful ass and uh inconsequential um sounds behind it. And that's great, dude.
1: that's fucking awesome. It works for a lot of people.
0: I just need more calories, man. You know, and again, it's like I'm a 40 year old dude. So people are like, no one cares about me. And it's just like, I know I've got logic. I'm cool. Yeah. I can make my shit.
1: But does part of that take the pressure off for you? Yes. Great. Well,
0: I've, I don't know what pressure you're talking about. I've never been successful. So it's not like there's nobody like knocking on the door for me. You know what I mean? Sure. So it's,
1: I mean, but like when you're younger, when you're, I mean, you were in a band, Mellow Drone for a decade or something. Yeah, And I'm sure when that band was happening, you guys were like shooting for what well, you wanted, the record deal. You want to do all oh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, man. But at a certain point, you do kind of let that obsession go. Yes. That's like, long gone. Right. And that's, that's a good thing. That's a pressure that is nice no. to get rid of. No. Yeah.
0: Like owning my own label and most of my own publishing is the only reason why I'm like not starving right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but also because nobody would have me. And it was the only way to go. So it was like, there wasn't a plan to this. It was just like, no thanks. Okay, well, I'll just keep going.
1: Well, that's the difference between you and a lot of people. A lot of people would have given up at that point. And
0: there's a lot of people who haven't. And nobody will ever know. And and there's a lot of people in between that too. And that's, you know, I don't get it. I don't get any of it. But that's not me for me to get, I guess. I wouldn't want to. Imagine if you were the one guy that understood how to make things a success in the music industry, you would be kidnapped by the Mossad because you're just like this unicorn that prints money.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I'm Jewish by the way, so it's like I'm not that wasn't an anti-Semitic thing.
1: I don't even get it. I don't understand I don't understand Mossad what's like going the on right CIA now. Of right, right,
0: right, right. And um, they're really good at what they do.
1: I cannot wrap my head around what's happening in that whole Israel-Palestine thing right now. And the people... Have you seen that meme of the
0: two girls fighting and the guy smoking a bowl
1: behind them laughing? I don't think so. It's
0: it's it's like at a... Is a, that what we are as humanity as a, right oh, now? Oh, That's all we've ever been. But like, you know, the, the fucking... I'm not even going to get into this with you because like it just... But it's a long story and it's really complicated mm-hmm. and it can't be boiled down into, into a tweet thread or a fucking...
1: That's what I've put together. Is that uh, whoever talks to me about it is going to make up my mind, and then I'll talk to somebody else, and then they'll be like, "Well, that seems right too." It seems like something where there's no. Well,
0: if you you hear what I was saying earlier that we're all God experience through God, you know, then then it's just like that kind of makes sense because whoever speaks to you last, and 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 it, 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 I don't know what to do about that, and I don't think it's going to change because too many people make a lot of money and control over it, and so I. It, I hope as a civilization we get to realize how false flagged we've been. Gulf of Tonka never happened. The fucking, the thing that's, what was the uh, American-Spanish war never happened like that. that thing. It was, it was all just dudes just like, again, smoking the bowl. She called you a slut. And what? The, Boom. Yeah. And he's taking bets and he's making money on it. Throwing
1: in the hand grenade and then backing up and letting it do its damage. Right. Yeah.
0: And, and... That's that's been us for at least the last four hundred years.
1: I would I would think from the dawn of time there's been aspects of that. I would think one hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I just at this callous and the calculation of it.
0: But at this level now, dude. So if somebody gets sick, we all have to do a fucking drive for them. There's no insurance. There's nothing. You know, like I said, as an American, I had to go through. Granted, it was my choice to become an alcoholic, but, like, it would have been nice to have... Yes and no. Benzos going through my body so that I didn't, you know, break my neck. Yeah. Um, And somebody could say, like, you shouldn't have that.
1: And you could have died doing it on your own.
0: Honestly. I mean, yeah, my my little sister, who's a doctor, when she found out, she was upset. But I was like, what was... You know, because at the time, it was either that... Or walk into a hospital and threaten suicide so that they throw me in a fifty-one fifty, and they would do minimal, like you know, because I was like, I can't go through this, and she's like, that's the only thing I can recommend, you know.
1: And I have a tough time believing that those people actually care. I have a tough time with. I don't know. Maybe they do, but like when you do the fifty-one fifties, I've known enough people that have gone through it. it, it. There's not a lot of compassion. No, there's, not, no, there's a no bureaucracy. It's a, and
0: it's a bureaucracy laid into keeping claims insurance claims as low as possible. Yeah. So it's, it's not about just like the
1: prison system
0: is like, you know, like if you've noticed everything now is an immunosuppressant. So if you've got psoriasis, immunosuppressant, rheumatoid, this, uh, it's not fixing the problem, which is dietary and, and, and wheat genetics. So if we mix up the genetics a little bit more and not just this one Monsanto gene, uh, allergies will start going away again because allergies is only like a two hundred three hundred year old thing and so it's it's it really simple things but you know you've got these entities they're not even humans, but they're alive and they have mechanisms to protect themselves they use humans to do that you know Philip Morris, if they're fucking smart had been growing weed for the last 20 years and not just getting ready to go on it but they you know they They've been fighting both battles.
1: Yeah.
0: Same thing with alcohol. hmm It's just like, you guys can infuse weed in your drink. Do you know
1: that? Get on it. And you have them? And ma- actually oh, help people. It. They're yeah. on it. I
0: know they're on it, but they're acting like, no, we don't. It's just, and it's the same thing with like, you know, war barons. It's all, you know, it's...
1: Those a lot, of, lot of Wizards of Oz. That
0: refuse to choose a polarity or trick you into thinking that I'm a good guy or I'm a bad guy or another. That... Is this the person to look out for? The guy that's like, yo, I'm, a, I'm an asshole. Cool.
1: Not hiding anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But the person that wants to be an asshole because there's benefits to that, but also wants your love uh, that comes from, you know, giving and empathy, uh, that's a glutton, an unfair like, and you have to lie to get that. You can't do that naturally, you know?
1: Jonathan Bates. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for having me. Um, Please check out his music. Please check out Big Black Delta anywhere you can stream music. Uh, Support him any way you can because um, I really, I I say it all the time to you, but you really are doing something special. Uh, Your music is, it is special to me. You're special to me. So are you. I love you. I love you as well. And I'm really happy that you came in today. I have a thousand more questions to ask you, so we'll have to do it again. Um, Yeah, I live. Can you give me ten more minutes? There's something I want to ask you about. One hundred, synesthesia. Yeah, you are one, which I didn't I didn't realize until a few days ago. Uh-huh. Can you talk to me about first? Explain to people what that is, and then how 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 that works for you.
0: Okay, it's if if you will, it's a cross-pollinization or wiring of senses, and so to speak. So if for me. Things like letters and numbers have a color designated to them, and they always usually stay the same. Um, and sounds. So, like if I work on music, my eyes are closed ninety percent of the time, or I have the monitor off so that like I can taste the song. You know, it, it, it's a real visceral. Like I'm, oh that that hi hat I can feel on the side of my tongue, and so the. The concept is is just not feeling a phenomenon with one sense, but multiple senses, and then assigning those things, and then being automatic. You know, you're not looking for it. And so it's, it's just another dimension of experiencing something. So a number is not only a quantity, and it's not only a, an imagery of a three in front of it, but it's also a lime green. Five is a baby blue, four is red, two is yellow.
1: You, know. you must know who Daniel Tamet is. I, I don't know. Daniel Tammet is he's a he's a savant. Um, By the way,
0: those colors are different for everybody. So like your colors are not. It's not a universal. Thing. Oh, I've always felt
1: that way. That like my red is probably different than your red. Yes. And vice versa, and everything. Daniel Tammet is a guy who said that that like um, um, colors and shapes, everything has a color and a shape, and he can hear Texture numbers and, and mouth and everything
0: like that. That like you know, it, it, I think all of us are open to it. It's just that most of us are overstimulated and have never meditated into silence and just sit in the silence so that you could see who you really are at a base level, not the caffeinated freaking out guy. That's got to get across town and all this other shit and having two Uber fucking, you know what I mean? Like, like at that point you're just adrenaline and a, and a calculator, you know, you're just trying to get to the thing to get to the thing, to get to the thing so that the thing happens and you yourself at some point arrives after that is taken care of, you know, I'm getting, what were
1: we talking about? Synesthesia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious just how that process of, of making music, like, well, I guess you don't know anything different. So I guess I don't know anything different. And, and it that's actually, been your whole life. When I
0: started writing music, I had to use those images Cause I'm like, well, how do you write a song? And, and then like, naturally I was just like, well, you see these things and that red hexagon, that's a C major. Okay, cool. And then like, I want a purple in it, go to the minor six. And it's like, that's, it. and so sometimes, uh, I think it's a great gift because, like I said, um, most people, and that's why the music sounds like it does today, is that people use their eyes to make music. So they their their sessions look like an Excel spreadsheet because it's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When you hit it and you play it back, it sounds like that. And 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 you use your fucking eyes to make music. That's what's going to happen. But I didn't make that up. It was uh, was it Bobby Darren? People hear what they see. You know. I don't think Duolipa would be fucking doing as well those songs if it was me out of shape. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? If of I course. was singing the same fucking songs, sounded exactly the fucking same, but I got up on stage, people would be like, That doesn't look right, dude. I don't like this music. I don't like this fucking
1: music. I don't like you. I don't like your ass. Can you get it off stage? Just so you know, I like your ass and I will see it on stage in September at the Terror Game in Los Angeles. I'm looking forward to it very, very much. Thank you. Um, do you have your lineup all set yet for the band? No. Okay. But Blas is there. Beautiful. Then I'll definitely go. Because it's a free lesson watching him play every time. <laughs> oh, when, I was, when I was working for Danny Harrison, you I, know, I saw Blas play can every You just night. text
0: him and say hi. I do. I have. Well, you know, I'm sure yeah. he appreciates that.
1: You know, I will do it today.
0: I will do it when we're done. You know what's a nice text that I do? And to my guy friends as well, it's like, hey, nothing to report. Just thinking of you.
1: I've gotten one of those from you, I believe. Yeah,
0: and I meant it. Yep, I believe that. And it's just like I don't, I don't even want you to write back. Yep. Just you know, and it's like you can do that.
1: Well, Mr. Bates, you are uh, as genuine as they come. And That's again, fine. I am, uh, I'm honored to call you a friend. Um, you inspire me very much in all aspects, musically, as a human being, intellectually, and uh, thank you very much for for coming today. Thank you too for having me. Man. Hopefully we'll do it again. And, uh, wow. Okay. I'll be real. He has never once clapped for a guest before on the way out.
0: See what empathy you want. A shitty Uber
1: experience. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Darren, I want, I hope you have more horrible rides every week. Cause that, th- that was beautiful. <laughs> no, she,
0: she has to take Uber everywhere. And so it's like, I, especially getting him, and then, and then they cancel like three minutes before and you're like,
1: that's what I think was happening to you today. The fuck. Yeah. Well, what happened was, was when I ordered the ride, they said they had no drivers, but they still let me book it, it, charge it, charge it. But then, but then they just
0: kept me in the loop for six minutes and then I couldn't cancel. And then they finally dropped me and then they said, this is going to be $80. Yeah.
1: Fuck you. No way.
0: She's been through that like once a month.
1: When they cancel on you at the last minute, they should give you like a credit, like a $20 credit for your next drive uh, or something. Who you address that complaint to. I know. I'm just saying it should happen. They don't even have a messenger. Yeah, come on. Let's let's be real. They don't have anything. Uber, let me talk to your boss. Oh, you're your own boss? Fuck. That's a skit.
0: It's like you ring a doorbell (laughs) and this guy with an Uber shirt comes on you just punch him in the nuts. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Fuck.
1: But you'd feel good in the moment. It would help Uh, in the moment. His wife is Lyft. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. I'm a lift person now, uh, Jonathan Bates at Big Black Delta on all the social medias, and um, I will support you forever. I love That's you, fun. and everyone else. Um, what do we got, Darren? Anything new? Oh, I want to do a quick thank you to um, Chris Cutlip. Sent in these T-shirts. Um, Let me see this here. Sleep, sleeping Tiger tattoo in Southern California. Thank you very much. He's a, a loyal too, listener. Darren's wearing it too. Ah, there you go. You should rip it like Superman if you weren't a pussy, you know. (laughs) Um, I do want to also thank uh, our new Patreon subscribers. You guys are everything, and appreciate it very much. You really have no idea
0: how important that is to. You're on it? No, not Patreon. Oh, okay. I mean, I just meant like to the people that are your Patreon. It does not go unnoticed what you do.
1: I, I try to tell, say it every single week. It's People everything. like
0: you make those stories about recording industry nightmares go away. You know? Oh, good. I mean, so if someone's willing to support you and you don't yeah. have to fucking go through a guy. I mean,
1: guy huh? I mean, you know. I mean, you put out your own shit. It's, uh, it's great. Creators actually getting credit for their own stuff. And uh, as, a, as someone who supports arts, I love the idea of giving someone, take my money directly. I, lo- I, I appreciate what you do. Here it is. No, it's just no middleman. Don't. So,
0: If no one's thanked you today besides what he's doing right now and then me interrupting, <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> thank you. So uh, welcome, uh, Kristen Pelican. Very much. Appreciate it. Look forward to it. And Danielle Wallace, uh, good to have you. If anybody else wants to support this show and myself and Darren, you can go to patreon.com slash rareformradio, and we will welcome you with open arms and empathy that we learned from Jonathan Bates. That was um, there
0: always, actually.
1: I'm, I'm just trying to be nice. I was born with it. <laughs> Humble brag. I uh, love you all. Darren, thank you very much. Thank and you. And everybody, we'll see you next week.
0: This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.